This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. Are you learning a second language? Maybe you're learning English? Maybe you're learning Mandarin Chinese? Or maybe Spanish like me? Learning a second language? It's hard. It's daunting. It's frustrating. It's difficult. So today I'll cover three tips for learning a language faster. And by the way, I get asked this question quite frequently. So I'm hoping that my tips will help. So although I've helped hundreds of non-native speakers with their public speaking skills, my experience with second language learning, it's more personal. So I need to start this episode with a little disclaimer. I'm not a language expert. I am, however, a communication expert. I've mentioned before that my husband, Armando, he's a native Spanish speaker. He's from Panama. And English, of course, is his second language. Our six-year-old twins are almost, but not quite yet, bilingual. Armando's parents live in Panama, and they are definitely bilingual speakers. In addition, we've had tons of people in our home over the past six years who were English language learners. Y todavía estoy mejorando mis habilidades en español. With that out of the way, here are my top three tips for language learning. I should say for faster language learning. I've noticed that at least initially, many non-native speakers are afraid or maybe just a little shy to speak. Remember that 1988 Bobby McFerrin hit single? Be happy. So now that I've completely embarrassed myself, that song was called Don't Worry, Be Happy. And I think that's really great advice for language learning. In order to improve your language skills, you need to be ready to speak up and to embarrass yourself like I just did and not worry about making any mistakes. You're going to make mistakes. You will feel uncomfortable and you're going to get frustrated. In fact, language experts suggest that errors are a natural part of learning. They're inevitable. And in fact, they're predictable. The good news is, is that we learn in advance from making mistakes. So a very important key to faster learning is to work at reducing your inhibitions. Reduce your inhibitions so that you can quickly pass through these inescapable stages of mistake making. You can take the fear out of the equation, at least I think you can a little bit, by listening to native speakers on TV or on the radio and just repeat what they say. No one else in the room, just repeat what they say. I think that a lot of people listen to this podcast for exactly that purpose. They listen and read the text as I'm speaking. And that helps. It helps you because you're hearing yourself speak in your new adopted language without any worry and without any embarrassment. By the way, in terms of reducing inhibitions, I have to mention this one really interesting study that was done back in 1972. What the researchers did is they gave vodka and punch to one group of university level learners, language learners, of course. And then for another group, they gave them a non-alcoholic punch. And sure enough, the vodka drinking students performed significantly better than the control group. That reminded me of when I first started learning Spanish in Panama. My teacher suggested that we do some conversational practice at the local bar. And at first I thought she was joking, but it turns out she was serious. When we got to the bar, she suggested I try some of the local beer, and then we chatted for a little while. A little bit later, she tried to include the bartender in our conversation, and then eventually she had me talking with several of the locals who were in the bar. And I gained tremendous confidence from that particular outing, 
And I don't think I thought about it at the time, but perhaps the beer did help reduce my inhibitions. Now, to be clear, I'm not advocating drinking alcohol as a language learning technique. I'm just saying that by reducing your inhibitions, you'll feel more comfortable going through the natural process of making mistakes. What's equally important is to seek out opportunities so you can use your adopted language in meaningful interactions, in meaningful conversation. Think about situations make you feel the most comfortable. Maybe it means traveling to a country where the adopted language is the native tongue. Maybe it's practicing with strangers that you'll never see again, like a cashier in the store. Or maybe you prefer to have conversations with other language learners, like in a class or a meetup. Maybe it's talking one-on-one with your teacher in a bar. The idea is to seek out opportunities to engage in conversation, to engage in interactions that are the most comfortable for you. When I was learning to speak Spanish, I found that having regular group conversations over Skype was great. I didn't feel embarrassed because I wasn't looking anyone in the face, and it forced me to listen much more carefully. I couldn't use any facial expressions for hints. We also had native speakers on the call. And when language learning speakers were stuck for a word, one of the fluent speakers could jump in and help, either with a verbal correction or more likely in an unobtrusive manner, providing help via the chat function. This text chat allowed the speaker to talk without interruption, which, by the way, research says is the fastest way to fluidity. So this approach, it gave the advantage of being able to learn mistakes and corrections, but without embarrassment. You could go back and you could re-listen to the recorded conversations or you could just review the chat corrections. I appreciated being able to learn from my mistakes without the embarrassment of being regularly interrupted with corrections. It was really tough to pick just my top three tips, but I do have to include getting good dictionaries as my final tip. Don't just use translation dictionaries, also use regular dictionaries. I mean regular dictionaries in your adopted language. In my house, we have two electronic translation dictionaries, and that type of dictionary is great because you can look up words very quickly. You don't necessarily have to know how to spell the word, which is great. And best of all, you can hear the pronunciation and you can repeat it until you get it right. A lot of times also, these dictionaries also include idioms, which is extremely helpful too. I highly, highly recommend an electronic dictionary that speaks, especially if you're learning English. A middle school level dictionary one that includes both text and pictures, that can also help, particularly when you're in the early stages of learning. And if you're a real beginner, just starting out, you may want to actually purchase a child's My First Words type of dictionary. For advanced speakers, definitely get a standard dictionary. That way, you'll be learning the definitions in the adopted language and you're not translating. And besides, we all know that some words just don't translate. By the way, I'm not suggesting that you look up every single word. Definitely don't do that. Research suggests that it's better to try to determine the meaning from the context. Again, the idea is to read or speak for meaning and not interrupt your flow by stopping to look up words. Research also suggests that if you're reading a page with more than three new words, then perhaps you need to move down to a lower level or an easier level reader. I found using graded kid readers, it's an excellent way to ensure that you're reading at the right level. So there you have it. Three quick and dirty tips to help you learn a language faster. First, try to reduce your inhibitions and choose practice environments that are comfortable for you. Next, seek out as many opportunities as possible. You want to have as many opportunities as you can for conversation and interaction. And finally, 
be sure to get several different types of great dictionaries. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, passionate about communication. Your success is my business. I had so many other tips that I wanted to share today, but I just ran out of time. So if this topic is of interest to you, be sure to be on the lookout for additional blog posts or two with more tips regarding learning languages faster. Hey, did you know that you can buy a gift audiobook on iTunes? Your recipient receives an email containing a link, and then just with a click, the gift starts to download into their iTunes library. So give somebody the gift of getting a new job and support this show at the same time by purchasing The Public Speaker's Guide to Ace Your Interview. You can tell your friend that you know the author and that she's a great gal. You know the drill. Join me on my Facebook page. Join me on Twitter. Interact with me. Give me some feedback. It really helps out. I really do love to connect with the listeners of the show. Facebook.com forward slash The Public Speaker and Lisa B. Marshall on Twitter. Thanks. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>